Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Andrea Flores, and this is my podcast. You're doing great, Mija. Um, I am chilling on my couch today. I, um, you know, Emma Chamberlain. She does her podcast from her bed, and she gets like millions of listeners. And I'm like. You know, I just want to just chill on my couch and just chit chat with y'all about um, about topics I want to discuss. And so I hope y'all can hear me well. But today's episode is about my experience in college overall at, at um, Texas A&M. And, um, you know, not just like the business stuff, like class president and, you know, all the professional stuff or how to run for office. This is like the fun stuff, like college overall, like my college experience overall. Um, And yeah, so how am I doing today? Um, I mean, sorry, I had to fix my microphone, hopefully. Hopefully that's okay. Okay, so how am I doing today? Man, like... To be honest, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, not, I'm, I'm very blessed. I just want to say that, you know, but there's just times where you're sad, right? And like, you don't, and like, I'm not someone that's going to be like lying to everyone saying, oh, I'm good. I'm just so happy. Like, no, I'm kind of sad right now because, you know, I, um, I recently like outgrew a friendship that lasted like many years and that um you know was kind of difficult to like I don't not not difficult but you know you outgrow your friendships and and just reflecting on it and things like that like I've never really been able to keep a a best friend in my life which is kind of sad um I had like I had a best friend in high school and, you know, I outgrew that friendship or, you know, just stopped being best friends. And when I went to college and in college, I had a best friend and, you know, after college kind of outgrew that friendship. And then I had a, a really, uh, and then I had a friend, a best friend, like after college and, you know, people just outgrow each other. Um, and that's okay. Like, I think growing up, you realize that you you outgrow people, right? Like if you want to continue challenging yourself, if you um, just grow, you know, and it's okay, like it's you'll you'll be okay, right? So that's like one thing I was like, I've been going through, and then also like I really um, had like a crush on this guy. Um, and it just sucks. It sucks when, like, the guys you like never like you back. But the guys you don't like always end up liking you back. Like, make it make sense. Because I don't, I, I don't understand. Um, but, but, yeah, like, I think it kind of sucks when you let a guy into your life. Like, for me, when I let, a, like, a guy into my life, it's very rare um, for someone to see, like, all aspects of me. And then to like realize like they didn't even like me or like I mean like I'm not gonna like call out the guy because no I I have respect for people and so I basically like I was I was told I was like an option or like second choice and I had to I had to realize like my value and my worth and know like I'm amazing and if you are talking to a guy and he's like keeping you as an option or you know, not choosing you as the only choice, like, know that you're awesome, know that you're valuable, know that you're worth everything plus more, and, um, you know, I had to, I had to get out of that situation, you know, I was like, if, if I'm not, um, like, I'm not a choice, I'm the choice, right, because I know what, who I am, my value, my worth, and if a guy can't see that, then somebody else will, and um and yeah I guess it kind of just sucked but um I mean I don't know like for me like it's always like the really hot guys I like but they never like me back or 
I, I just is it is it so hard to ask for a tall man? Like I'm a tall Latina, I'm five six, five seven, and just like you know, if you're um a short dude listening, because I know some guys listen to my podcast, like um you know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just got I like it has nothing to do with you. I'm just like I just I I'm a, I just want like a tall guy. So, um, yeah, but kind of going through that as well, and like learning to like move on from that because like it's weird when you like start a new chapter in your life. Like when I moved in alone, like I brought this guy. Like he was in my life when like I was moving to like when I lived here and like. You, I was like in a bubble and like all like all like crushing or whatever. I never even met the guy, but like I got a crush on him. And so like to like now know like moving forward, living alone, like not having a crush, it kind of feel lonely because you're like, whoa, like you're like back into reality, not in that bubble of like f- like being all like crushy mood or whatever, or crushing on someone. But I've been talking about this for or too long already um but yeah know your worst ladies um know that um you should be the choice not an option for a guy like we as women choose the man and men were created to be hunters and like they hunt for women and us as women choose who we want to like be with so that's just something i've been like learning and like i think recently just knowing my value, knowing my worth and um and just like self-love, self-healing and and yeah, but all love and um well wishes to the two people I talked about. I uh, wish them the best. And uh yeah, I'm just gonna focus on myself. But I'm gonna talk now about the main episode or the main topic of today's episode, which is um my time in college my experience at AM. so um college if you guys don't know of course it's four years long um and my freshman year I was at commerce AM commerce so like I transferred over to AM college station my sophomore year so commerce like I had a roommate my roommate was she was actually like my really close friend from high school which I was really grateful for that so I thankfully like didn't have to have a room like share a room with someone or share like share a room with multiple people my fr- or all, all throughout college um, my my cousin right now she's at UCLA and she has to share one room with like two other girls or three other girls and it's just so compact and I'm just like girl you can't even like you know feel comfortable in your own in that in the room with like strangers but um, yeah, her name was Andrea, too, and she was my freshman year uh, roommate at AM Commerce, and she really hooked it up. She was like, hey, join this or- women's organization, and, you know, I'm, I'm the president of it, and, like, we can live it. We're in the dorms where all the athletes live, and, like, we'll, have, we'll live in, like, the nicest apartment complex, and um, <clears throat> we'll just have, like, a really nice, like, dorm, and I applied. I got into it, and then... Um, and yeah, I had my own room. We just shared a restroom in like a living area, but that was cool. Like I was just always in my room and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I'm really grateful I didn't have to like share one room with like multiple people throughout college. But um, at Commerce, I didn't really, I never went out. I never went out on the weekend. On the weekends, I went back home to Dallas, never partied, nothing. Like literally, I would just play soccer during the week and just like pray every night because I was like lonely too because I was just trying to get into college station and um and there was like a group of Latino guys like oh my gosh I was I was like pretty got pretty stalkerish that I had to like ask authorities to like tell them to leave me alone it it was pretty weird to be honest but um but yeah I joined like the soccer team on that campus played tennis there like try to keep myself busy with sports and then um yeah, whenever that year ended, I transferred over to AM College Station. And that's where like the real fun began, man. Like I think like if I had any advice for for people, it's like, you know, if you go to college, definitely, definitely like live up that full college experience. Um and 
try to live on campus like just try to live the full college experience as much as you can because college is just such a fun time like um there's you're just surrounded by like thousands of people that are the same age as you like just wanting to have fun um you're you don't have to worry about paying oh i don't know like you know you uh, maybe some people have to pay their own bills but like it's not like it's just it's just like a great time right so like fresh uh, so i sophomore year started at a&m college station my dream school and then um right away like um so my brother was already at a&m college station so um, I lived with him my sophomore year, and then he graduated um, um, at the end of my sophomore year, and then I lived alone. Uh, well, I lived with, like, other friends I had met my junior and senior year. And then, um, but I, I always thankfully had my own room and stuff like that. So sophomore year, I, um, I, I, I joined a Latina sorority called Katie Kai. Kappa Delta Chi, um, my brother really encouraged me to join a Latino sorority because he was like, you know, I've I'm he, he was like a senior already. Right. And he was like, I need you to have a, a really fun experience in college. Oh, I need to take a water break. Sorry. So he was like, I need you to have a fun college experience, you know, join join a Latina sorority. You need to be like around people that like are 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 the same culture as us, right? Because AM is very it's a predominantly white institution. So I took his advice and um and I the only it's funny, I, the only reason I joined Katie Kyle, I didn't realize until later on, like if you're in any other Latino story, like um this is like I, I mean I love all the other other Latino stories, like um, but I felt like on the societal aspect. Katie Kai was like the Latina sorority. Like, if you weren't Katie Kai, bro, like that was like number one, like best sorority. Like, uh, maybe that's I don't know. Like, just that's what it looked like from like a societal at perspective. I guess you could say. Like, uh, um, when I told people I was in Katie Kai, they're like, "Oh, wow, you're in Katie Kai," or like, "Dang, you're in Katie Kai," or stuff like that. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't get the hype." But after I got the hype, I, I guess you could say because like. I mean, I don't know. The only reason I joined Katie Kai was like because I was walking around um, like that. We had a Bienvenidos event uh, at AM, which is like all the Latino orgs come together and then all the Latino students can like join orgs. So I was like in all the Latino sororities and like I'm a tall woman. I'm like five, seven. And um, a lot of Latinos are short at AM, uh, especially like the guys. That's why it was so hard for me to find like a guy um to to like because like a lot of latinos are just short and so um i i picked katie kai because there was this one latina shout out to Lindsay. she was like probably like five seven right she's like the same height as me or something like that and i saw her and i was like oh my gosh like this is where i'm meant to be you know i fit in physically you know um and all the other sororities i have seen excuse me i was uh physically too tall i physically did not fit in to those sororities right i was too tall and i just felt awkward so i joined i um i like katie kai and then i rushed if you guys don't know like rushing for latina sororities is like a whole semester long process and for the panhellenic ones i think those are like before school even starts and it's like a two-week process so they're like different it's different processes but um but yeah the my process was like a whole full semester long like it was really like taking another class like it was so stressful um of course like a lot of stuff is confidential with like what happens in the process but um i think overall i really i really didn't like the sorority as a like system aspect but um like the women in my class so like every semester there's a class that rushes right to join a sorority and they're called your class sisters like the women that are in your class are called your class sisters and they'll always be your class sisters so in the year i was rushing there was 18 of us which was like no one had heard of that large of a number before because you know um they always like brought probably like rush like five or six women um 
in these stories because like i don't know i don't know i don't know why it's so always such a low number but for some reason the year i rushed there was like 18 of us right and i didn't know that was a big number until like afterwards but um but yeah that was a lot of fun and then um i i think the women like i'm like sisters like i literally call them sisters like they're more than just best friends to me they're sisters and so um i loved like the people in it that were my class sisters and like you know younger classes but like the system as a whole like uh, what a sorority is about i hate the concept of sororities like like they just um i feel like they prioritize the sorority more than school even though they say the opposite and like it's basically like high school all over again like like everyone's like of course like the older women like they just they just to me like they felt like they were better than us like of course they were all like really pretty you know they got the guys and stuff like that like they were just like really pretty other guys wanted them and um you know you kind of like looked up look up to them but like they were mean and like that's the part that i didn't like like you know y'all could be nice to us but they were just like mean right so i mean um i i think like my junior year i uh you can i wanted to like get out of the story but then thankfully or i don't know i should say thankfully but i didn't have to like give up my letters because the sorority got suspended for like four years and so like now like for the past three years or yeah past three years or so there hasn't been a katie kai at a&m at all so like they can i think they they have to start it back up in like a year or so but um but yeah sororities are like kind of a mess um but the people in them are great like of they're in your class or younger the older ones are just i don't know why they were so mean but but yeah so um i mean i don't know like i think like college over, okay so like right when i joined my sorority after a semester you're like you're not then you're initiated so you're now a sister or whatever like the parties just started man like you get invited to all the parties like the guys host the parties i don't i never understood why sororities could never host parties but frats could i never understood that concept like where's the equality um but my sophomore year uh after the first semester so second semester it was just full-on partying man like the how like the frag houses were just like so fun like we were, like we were literally stayed till like 7 a.m like every weekend just dancing right like you know i was just like i personally was a very um um how do i say this like i was very um pure in college um you know i i didn't drink till i was 21 you know i didn't have my first kiss till i was 21 and yada 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 so like um i i just love to dance right so my friends and i like my sorority sisters we would just stay at the parties and just dance right like all weekend like till 7 a.m like hang out with like the guy the guys in the frats and like everyone just became so close and so cool and it was like family um and it was funny because like when you're in the process of rushing like like everyone in the sorority that's like older they they like look down on partying they're like partying's bad like yada 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 we don't do that but like right when you're initiated that's like all everyone does is party and um all the crazy stuff and so um i need another water break i also hope you can hear me because um i'm holding my mic this time but so um so yeah i think like um i right when i like got initiated for my story i was already like going out with my sisters right going to like north gay north gay is like the bars at college station like where everyone goes to drink and i would just go to like socialize and stuff like that and um that's when like i had like seen the like the guy I really liked in college and like ended up being my first kiss was like at the end of um my sophomore year and so um yeah I like like this guy like literally like probably all through college and like healed and trying to get over him like 
after college as well. Um, you know, Dios, perdóname. Like, uh, I know I'm not supposed to, like, talk about this guy because, like, I suffered a lot of, like, trauma <laughs> and, like, gone through a lot of healing from this one guy. But, yeah, he was just, like, so hot. And, like, I never saw a Latino guy, like, so buff and tall. And, like, well, he wasn't, like, really tall, but he was, like, taller than me. And that was, like, rare at AM because all the latino guys were so short and then i just like when i first saw him, i was like oh my gosh this is my dream guy or like i thought i thought that was what my dream guy was and then <clears throat> and so we became friends like like at the end of my sophomore year and like ever since then out like ever like starting then to like college ended i was just like obsessed with this dude and like um we were like cool friends and all that but like obviously i could tell like he was pretty much an an f an f boy like you know i it sucks like the 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 guys in latino frats in college like they don't really commit to women they i didn't i didn't know i didn't understand until after i graduated college but guys in college like if they're in a frat they basically like see college as a time to like be with as many women as possible and like experience as many women as possible and I didn't like understand that concept because like I grew up with like the idea of like if you like someone you're going to date them and like only be faithful to that person but college really just teaches you <laughs> that there's so many people that have different perspectives in life and like not everyone was raised the same as you um and I I, I really tried to like stay uh faithful to my religion in college because I was you know of course freshman year I was very religious you know that's when I found God on my own and you know prayed every night for like 45 minutes an hour and then like when I got to college station it was like a lot of parties right and like you know you it's it was like a college town so you know, I was just really busy I was actually going out like I was having fun and so um I, I would I would go to church in college station I, I love um St. Mary's I was that's like my favorite church ever and like I still miss um going to church there and um I would go to like Spanish mass and like it was my favorite thing I would go on Saturdays and um and I would go like, I got was part of like pescadores that's like that was like the student um organization student like organization at St. Mary's the the church and so I would I would even go like to their annual retreat called um I think it's called Necesito de Ti or something like that. But um, it was like a weekend retreat. I went like a few a few times. I, I think I, I either went two years or all three years. Um, no, I went twice. I went my junior year and I went my senior year. Because um, sophomore year, I was still like adjusting to A&M, you know, joining the sorority, adjusting to college at A&M. So um, it, was, it was very hard for me to, to remain like religious and adding them because like being in a sorority it was so toxic like the environment is toxic like everyone is drinking everyone is smoking and like just doing a bunch of crazy crazy stuff and um not gonna lie like I kind of got like um, made fun of for being religious when I was in my sorority like you know I I didn't and, like, it was weird because, like, the guy that I had a, the biggest crush on in college, like, that ended up being my first kiss or whatever, um, he was atheist. Like, he was a total opposite of religious. Like, what I, well, like, I'm, like, Catholic, right? So it's just, like, ironic how, like, the guy that was, like, my first kiss was, like, the opposite of, like, my religion. And, um, and yeah, like, my junior year, we, me and him, would go to breakaway on campus and if you guys don't know what breakaway is it's like a like a like a um, it's like a, a mass church um on campus um i think it's like christian right i don't know but um that's where like a lot of all the white people would go um it would be like on tuesday nights and it and i would go with like a sorority sister and um and he would go, the guy, the guy would, um, that I had a crush on in college, he went with me a couple times and I was like, oh my gosh, like he's going with me to like basically church, like, you know, whatever. <clears throat> I learned like in college, you can't change a man. Like 
you you can't make a guy do something like you know if you if if he's not doing what you need him to do then you need to go find someone that would do what you want them to do for you like that's whether that's like loving you in a specific way or stuff like that or treating you a specific way um there's this book i read um my freshman year of college it was like it's a really great book it's by um don miguel ruiz and it i think it's called like the four i don't know he has two really great books that um everyone should read but the concept of it was let's let's say hypothetically you have a cat and you're mad at the cat because it's not barking like a dog you're yelling at the cat because it's not barking like a dog but the cat is a cat it's never gonna bark right if you want an animal that's gonna bark go and get a dog because dogs bark right so like that's just an example of like if you want a man to like to date you to treat you with respect or whatever or like you know be loyal to only you you can't make a guy who um who doesn't want to do that or can't do that for you you can't make him do that right you need to go find someone that will um be loyal to only you like love you the way you want to be loved or like treat you with the respect that you deserve right so like i I learned the hard way in college that you can't make a guy do what you want them to do for you um but but yeah like junior year like the guy would go to break away with me and i was like oh my gosh like but god was like loki giving giving me signs because he was like because um we were like try he would try to come with me like many times right but sometimes like most most of the times um like stuff would happen where he um he he couldn't come right and like like i'm thinking like like just the like weird stuff would happen where like he couldn't he didn't he never showed up and i would get upset because like i would do my makeup and like look all cute so i could see him and then like in the end he wouldn't even come and like and and we, we were like really good friends junior year right he like was a really really good friend to me we were good friends and like you know every time i saw him in public like he would give me a hug and like you know ask me how like we we're just good friends right but like i always had a crush on him and um and i i i knew he was telling the truth when like he couldn't come because like his other friend would tell his other friend would tell me like yeah like he really wanted to go but like this came up and like he was really frustrated or stuff like that and like so um but yeah like senior year was like the year like that me and him got really close and stuff like that but i think like college overall for me was just like joining a sorority parties and like crushing on a guy from college and like um you know my my sophomore year I lived with my brother and then my junior senior year I lived at Park West Park West was like the newest buildings um in College Station at that time I think when I had moved in I moved into like a fresh new apartment no one had lived in before and I think it was like the second year they were in business at Park West and um and yeah so that like was basically college at A&M for me but you know of course all the other stuff i talked about like being class president was my senior year like starting the line next graduation was my senior year um you know running for class president was like all my junior like end of my, half of my junior year and you know college like i guess in retrospect is not that long but when you're in college it, la- it feels like it lasts forever because each week is so long but um <clears throat> i think the hardest part for me was like my senior year um well, I don't know, like, I think being in a sorority, I was just so shook because the, um, like, the girls and I, like, all the girls were me, right, in the sorority, and, like, the older girls were just, like, I don't even know if, like, I don't even know if, like, so I was just so, I was, like, really pure in, in, in the beginning of college, because, like, I was just really pure, and so I remember this one time, all the, the sorority met, right, and then they did, like, a hot seat, and, Sorry, I had to take a water break. So they did a hot seat. I, of course, never went on the hot seat because I didn't have anything to say. But, you know, they would ask some, like, crazy stuff. Like, like um, how many guys have you been with? Like, when was the last time you did, like, the nasty or whatever? Or, like, um, what's your favorite, like, position? And I was like, what? Like, there's positions to this stuff? Like, I was just shook. I was mind blown. I was like, um, I 
and too pure for this. Um, and then like, like the the girls were just like, like I, I mean, I, I, I didn't even like know like that this is how college is like, you know, um, hookup culture and all that stuff. And oh, the thirty minutes is up. But yeah, I'm about to wrap it up. So the hookup culture and all that and. Not gonna lie, I kind of got like pressured into it my senior year, um, and I don't regret anything now because like after all the healing and stuff, like I don't regret anything I did in college. If anything, like you know, I feel like um, if I didn't do stuff like all the stuff I did in college, um, I I don't know. So like, I mean, I I definitely my senior year was rough in 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 the terms of like. I think society pressured me to be with a guy who like didn't want to commit to me. And like I always had the idea of like the first guy I would kiss or like be with in a romantic level, but like be my boyfriend. And like I was basically in a situation where like you did everything in a relationship, like everything, but there was no commitment. And, um, you know, I was someone who really like wanted to wait till marriage as well like but I just like I think after the healing I've learned that like you know I'm glad like I don't regret anything I did in college because like um I feel like if I didn't do any like all the stuff I did in college I would still like probably have not had my first kiss or stuff like that <laughs> or any of those experiences and I'm like 24 now and like literally since I've graduated college I um uh, well, I mean, like in the past like year and a half or so, I haven't really been on a, I like haven't been on a date or anything. Very much been at home, COVID, yeah, stuff like that. So, I mean, if you're if you're like approaching college or in college, like you know, live up that college experience. Like, do what your gut tells you. Like, um, I am still kind of confused on if like if I did the right things in college or like if I did too much and I should have. Now the society pressure me into, you know, being with a guy who didn't like fully like, yeah, like he ended up he was my best friend my senior year. But at what cost? Because like he was still a frat boy. He was still, um, you know, an F boy. Like and so, um, you know, there's like trauma that I guess you guys you could like say you suffer if you're with someone who um, doesn't like want to commit to you. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, I don't regret anything I did in college. Like, I think it just, um, I don't know, it kind of just sucks because, like, um, you think, like, the, f- I don't know, it was just whatever. I'm fine now. I've healed and, you know, uh, you, I guess you just learn, like, your first love really isn't person you spend your whole life with which is like kind of sucks because i always had the perspective or perception of like as like oh the first guy i love or like kiss or whatever is gonna be like my husband and stuff like that but you know i i i think i struggled because i wasn't listening to god's signs of god's signs even like even since junior year telling me this guy is not it like first he's like atheist and like I just didn't listen to the signs and like I just suffered more trauma um by not doing so so like I guess just listen to your gut as well like know what's right um but I guess in life overall you can't really you can't I mean I don't really try to regret anything I don't I don't regret anything um and just senior year I just like drank way too much I um, was getting blacked out drunk every weekend. Um, It was just, college got so toxic to me. Um, Like, I now, I can't even go back to College Station without, like, I mean, I guess, like, on the next episode, I do, like, life after college because there is a lot of, like, taboo stuff no one talks about. Like, you're literally snatched away from all your friends that you made, like, and in and, and college, like, that's where most people meet their lifetime friends. And it's like, it's like you're you you get snatched away from all your friends and you're alone in this big city and stuff like that. And so 
But um, but yeah, college was just, you know, I kind of explained my senior year, my last um, episode, but, you know, just literally getting blacked out drunk every weekend. Like, that's when I was 21. And uh, it just got like too toxic for me, like college station got too toxic for me. Um, I just needed to get out of there. And so I was like thankful when I graduated. I was like, yes, like, let me leave all this stuff behind. Like, it was just a lot to carry you know, with the guys, with, we're like with the guy, like with, you know, just the drinking, like the environment, like I very much wanted to like be close to my religion and like just college station was just, um, it could be toxic if you're not in the right environment. And like, I try so hard to like, you know, be as religious as I could. Um, but it was just hard. Like when, when the people who you think were like closest to you, pushed you away from what you love most which is like papa dios for me like god um it was just hard to like deal with that and like let go of those friendships um or those relationships and so um but yeah like you know you college is like a tough time as well you learn a lot you experience a lot um have fun you know join organizations like play intramurals i played intramurals i played soccer like every semester um have fun like go out like it's like the time where like you don't need to ask for permission to go out at night and like you know um go out and have fun and you know do what you want to do in college like don't let society pressure you into thinking you need to do this to like live the full college experience like no you're in control of your own life you, you know you're the only one that's going to face the consequences of your own actions if you do something you don't want to do right because society is pressuring you um like what's that one quote um on tiktok it's like well but isn't the consequences of my own actions um but yeah like if i had any if i could give any advice overall to like someone in college or someone going to college it's like live college to the fullest right enjoy it have fun go out party join organizations get involved like um like stay out late make make memories with your friends like late at night like just um just live the live it to the fullest that you can in college because that's the one time like there's thousands of people around you that are the same age as you wanting to have fun and um and then you know but also like stay stay true to yourself like don't let anyone peer pressure you don't let society don't let college the college environment pressure you into doing things you don't want to do of it's like being with a guy or like you know um do just doing things you don't want to do don't let society pressure you like you're in you're in control of your life you're in charge of your life and um and yeah i guess that would be like advice as well and um but yeah AM was fun I really enjoyed it and I just in the end in the end it just gets really toxic but the university offers many opportunities um to the students and um it's just, it was just an overall fun time um I remember my sophomore year we did like my friend I did a scavenger hunt AM had a scavenger hunt for everyone and that's when like all the clown stuff was happening where like clowns were popping up in the middle of the night scaring people and it was funny because we were taking a picture for the scavenger hunt in front of like the 12th man statue um and she would she would trick me she'd be like oh snap is that a is that a clown and i'd be like girl be quiet and like we ran back into the car um but you know just like moments like that right or like going to waterbury with your friends at two in the morning and you know you're like um just tired from the week but um, but those moments are just so awesome because, you know, you, 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 you struggle with these friends, right? You like go through hard times of like preparing for exams with these friends. Like, you know, you get drunk with these friends and like, that's how like they become like family to you. Um, and, and yeah, just like enjoy it fully. Like, yeah, of course the classes are important as well, but I think college is a time to like, just have fun and, and 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 live it up right and, and just just have fun um i don't really know if um this was like 
educational to anyone, but that was just kind of my experience at AM and um and yeah, and I, I mean the guy you end up liking in college probably won't be your husband. Um I remember my freshman year, some lady spoke to us. She was like sad because she had just graduated college and like the guy she liked in college didn't like her, like she didn't end up being with him. And that was like her boyfriend in college. And I was like, girl, are you okay? Um, why are you like talking to us as a speaker and you're talking about us about this guy that you didn't end up marrying from college? Like, what's the other TikTok where it's like, honey, are you okay? And then the, the other person's like, yeah. And then the first person is like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not okay. And that's okay. And <laughs> I feel like that was her. Like, she, she was not okay because this guy from her college didn't end up marrying her and i didn't understand that i was like girl it's just a guy from college you're gonna be fine but me literally like being sad because the guy i had a situation with college didn't even date him right and like i was over here thinking all this other stuff like oh my gosh he's like the one he's like the dream guy no he's literally not your dream guy like he's the total opposite um he was just a buff guy that was tall and and he but he was in a frat um but but yeah and also like at ain't and everyone works out like crazy that's just the environment there like when i showed up i was like oh my gosh what are all these goddesses like all these like muscular men like walking around campus like like i feel like everyone would just go to class and then work out and like go back to class and like everyone was working out every day and so that really um that like inspired me to work out that's like when i started working out heavily uh when I went to uh college station because I always played sports growing up and then you know in college you're not playing your your club sports anymore so you like are not as active and so <laughs> my sophomore year I got back into it. I, like I love being active I love working out and so I that's when I my whole personal working out journey started um and and yeah like everyone's just buff at a and for, for what reason i have no idea but everyone's just buff so but yeah um that's college i mean i don't really think anyone cares about how i started the latinx graduation ceremony but i mean like we're we're probably like 40 minutes in <coughs> But I guess if anyone cares how I started the Latinx graduate, well, my friends and I started the Latinx graduation ceremony, that was literally like the last semester of college. We did the whole ceremony in one semester, which is three months, which is crazy to think how we raised $10,000, were able to get 50 or 40 students to participate in the ceremony with like their family attending, like all in like the spam of three months. But um but things we did that we did that and that was a lot of fun and I just remember my whole like first semester senior year I was searching for someone to give me approval to start the Latinx graduation and then I realized like I don't need anyone's approval except myself like my approval is the only one that matters and I don't need I don't need faculty's approval to do something like students are so powerful on campus and a small group of us can make a big change. And once I realized, like, once I realized that, I just, um, why well, we did it, right? We came together as students and we made student, like, we made change on campus without needing the university's approval or faculty approval. Um, but I got, like, a lot of hate from faculty, like, no support from faculty when I was trying to start the Lanx graduation ceremony, like people like will literally make me cry because they were so mean to me, like the faculty, but um, I knew the end mission was to have a bilingual ceremony where um, Spanish speaking families can understand the accomplishments and um, celebrate the accomplishments of their, of their children, of their, of, like, of the student, right, and, like, that was important to me, and that was the end concept, and, you know, all the battles we had to go through to accomplish that were totally worth it, like, you, I just have to keep, I had to keep believing myself, pushing forward, and, like, I don't even know how we did that, 
in one semester, which is like 16 weeks. But we did that and it was so much fun. And um, I am like most proud of that in college. And so, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, thankfully, gracias a Dios, it's still continuing. And gracias a Dios, like, they plan to have the first uh, fall in person Latinx graduation ceremony this um, this December of 2021. Um, it, we've had a fall ceremony already, but it was virtual because of COVID. Um, so this is like the first in-person fall ceremony, which is pretty amazing. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of like college. That was kind of my college experience overall. And, um, you know, I had the most fun, like, I was cool with everyone, like, literally everyone, like, all, like, the whole Latino community, like, I was cool with everyone, like, it was just the most fun time ever, like, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed the parties, but, like, once it's your senior year, the parties kind of get boring, I don't know why, um, you know, people graduate, and then all the younger people come in, you're just like, whoa, I'm kind of old now, but parties were definitely the most fun my sophomore year. And then they just kind of didn't get as fun after that. But that's why I ran for class president to keep myself entertained. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for today, guys. I was um, I really enjoyed this episode because I felt like it was very unfiltered. And um, I. I think I probably like left one thing out, which is like, I don't know if I want to say it, but um, I, you know, you, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to say it, but, but yeah, college is a lot of fun. You experience a lot of things. I think at A&M, I definitely experienced the full college experience. Um, people definitely did a lot of crazier, much more crazier stuff than I did, like, yeah, I wasn't, like, that fully crazy, but had a fun time, um, and, yeah, I think that's it, I mean, I guess, like, the one thing I wanted, I was too scared to mention was, like, I, um, I experienced, like, smoking weed in college, like, um, I think my sophomore year at the parties, that's when I, um, tried it but like I didn't really get high the first time um, but I think like my junior year I um, I got like I didn't really like getting high anymore um, I think like the first few highs were fun but then I think after a while like you'll do like a bong or something and like I just got the worst panic attack man like you like being high can be scary sometimes too because like I just remember like I would just panic when I was high um and I was starting to like do it often and like I I didn't do it a lot right but um I just started panicking and like my heart was racing and like it was just scary and so I really didn't um I stopped after that um and I would only probably do it like once a semester like at the end and so I think that was like the only that was like the only drug I ever did. But man, my other I heard like people do some crazier stuff, like um, way worse things than that. But but yeah, um, and yeah, just like drinking a lot and saw like senior year of college, and that's like fully my college experience. And um, yeah, I never um, I I never like went out to go eat. I was just ate out at my apartment try to save money um we always go to aldi go go grocery shopping there or like h-e-b had the best sushi i miss h-e-b sushi we don't have h-e-b over here near me in dallas but i feel like i've already kind of said way too much i don't even know if i'm gonna post this because it's kind of like a little too personal but we'll see i'll probably listen back to it um but yeah that's like my full college experience uh had a lot of fun um and yeah that's kind of it um I am doing great Miha because I um 
I healed through college. After after college, I healed through all that. I'm proud of myself. I'm doing great because um, shit, I don't know what. <laughs> I'm doing great right now because um, you know I'm blessed and um, you know I have really great friends and um, I. I work out a lot and that keeps me like happy and you know I'm I'm starting to like I've been working on my personal journey with religion and rem- like staying close to my faith and um and yeah and like learning that like you know the right person will come at the right time and like you can't force a guy to like you and you know you have like you have to continue loving yourself and just have patience I guess because like I don't know. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've never, I don't know. I've never dated anyone. And, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of like why I guess I'm, I'm doing, uh, okay. I am doing a great job. I'm doing a great job. Everyone listening is doing a great job. I'm proud of everyone. Um, continue pushing forward, continue staying positive. And, um, yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up for today. Thank you guys for everything. Um, I hope y'all have a good day, morning, evening, night, whatever you're doing. I hope that it's great. Stay blessed. You're the best. You're the best. Stay blessed. And um, follow my podcast Instagram at You're Doing Great, Miha. Um, DM me any questions you have that you want me to answer in the podcast. Um, and everyone's college experience is unique to themselves. And this is, you know, my unique college experience. And I'm not trying to say everyone's experiences like mine um but um but yeah i just wanted to share my own college story maybe you had shared some similarities or saw some similarities in my story you know similar to yours or could learn from my mistakes but um but yeah hope this um was just i don't know um entertaining i guess you could say um, but yeah, thank you guys. I hope y'all have a great day, morning, evening, night, whatever you're doing. I hope that's great. Um, you're the best. Stay blessed. And I'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye. And we play the music now. Okay.